that ability and that uh, uh, that awareness to be able to do that. We have a group of gentlemen joins us from all around the world. We have a group of men that joins us from Nigeria, uh, also just not only there, but also all the chapters that we've established here all, all through the states here. So we're just so grateful that we're able to be able to uh, have them join us here on a, on, a, on a regular basis. And they have been so faithful uh, pouring into us. I uh, just want to let you know that you can also join us, join us on the um, on our Zoom line as well. We ask that you would just call in and, or you can reach out to us on our Facebook page because we are Facebook Live and however it is that you like to um, fellowship with us, we're, we're grateful and thankful for that. Uh, men of God, this day, um, December the 29th, 2020, uh, this day was not promised. But God made it possible for us to come together and fellowship and serve him. We only have basically three more days left here in this here year, and we're going to just wrap it up. We're going to go out and we're like the our topic this month is finish strong. And uh, there's no other way. God wouldn't have it any other way but to finish strong because he's so faithful and so awesome. So we're just so grateful we can serve him. And we thank you that we can serve him openly and without any, any type of restrictions. Oh my God, things like that we take for granted, but God has blessed us to be able to serve him openly. So we're going to just this morning, we're going to serve you, Lord. We're going to honor you. We're going to adore you. We worship you. And we magnify your holy name because the Bible speaks on you as being king of kings. The Bible says that you're Lord of Lord. The Bible says that you're the shepherd. The Bible speaks on you as being the Alpha and the Omega. The Bible says that you are the lily of the field. The Bible speaks on you as being the tribe of Judah. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord, we thank you this morning for that, Lord. Ah, oh, thank you for that, oh, Lord. We can't thank you enough for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, that the Bible speaks on this, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may find help in time of need. And men of God, we're, this is the time we need, Lord, we need your help. So with that being said, men of God, let's just go ahead and get into it, go before God here in prayer, because we have a gentleman that's gonna be pouring into us one of our administrative leads, and we're just so grateful for him. Always, always standing in the gap. But you get ready to hear a rainbow word, what God has placed upon his heart this morning. So we're going to get him out of the bullpen here, but let's go before God here in prayer and get him going here. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. <laughs> oh, God, we say thank you for that, Lord. We just give you all the praise, Lord, because we know what that lineage mean, Lord. And Father, we thank you, Father, because we're we're also in that lineage. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Lord, you had engrafted us, Lord, to be part of this, Lord. So we thank you this morning for that opportunity, Lord. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for that same blood that flows through their veins, flows through all things, Lord. So we're grateful for that. <laughs> uh, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you right now this morning, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you, Lord, not only just in prayer, but Lord, you have blessed the man of the hour to pour into us this morning. So we're just gonna ask right now, you would just cover him right now with the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for hiding him behind the cross, allow him not to speak of himself, nor the flesh, Lord. We thank you right now that you blessed him to speak. And Lord, we thank you right now. Lord, I ask right now a special blessing over his business. Lord, I know he's been successful in his business, Lord, but I ask right now, as we approach the 2021 year, Lord, I ask, I ask a 
special blessing upon his household, Lord. I, I thank you right now, Lord. You just bring people to him, Lord. Father, for their help, for their help. Lord, to be able to publish, not only publish books, Lord, but whatever decision, whatever that they need to speak him to him about, Lord, regarding the business aspect, Lord, he's there to help. Lord, I ask that you just bless him in a special way, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you for him, Lord. And Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, for each and every man that's on this call. They're on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear a word from you. And Lord, we thank you for being the provider that you are. The Bible speaks on you as being Jehovah Jireh. The Bible says that you are our provider. The Bible speaks on you as being our help in time of need. The Bible also speaks on you as being Jehovah Raphi, the God that healeth thee. And Lord, I thank you right now for healing right now. I ask right now that you would just heal the land that we're living in, Lord. There's so many uncertainties, Lord. So many things has taken place, Lord, but you're in control. You're in control of every situation, Lord. I just ask right now, Lord, lift up those that are on the front line, Lord, because they're working tireless to serve. Lord, I ask right now, you copper them right now, Lord. Some of them, they're, they're just so having so much fear, Lord, because they know that this virus is attacking, is attacking so many. And it's not, it's not just any individual person, Lord. It's all of us, Lord. But yes, ask the covering right now, the covering and protection over them. Ah, oh, God, thank you right now, Lord. Father, I just ask right now, if I allow us to be obedient, it's, the Bible speaks on this for us to be able to seek ye first, the kingdom of God. And Lord, we ask right now, we just be obedient and do that, Lord, because your word says it, and all these other things will be added unto us, Lord. We thank you for safety and protection for your provision over us, Lord. Thank you for that. And Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, that you just, Father, just every need is met. Each and every man is on this household. According to riches and glory in Christ Jesus, there's no lack. Oh, God, we thank you right now for blessing us financially, our, our health. Lord, we thank you right now for complete healing each and every man's body from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. We thank you right now. Lord, we ask continue to give Dr. Kenneth Green the strength that he needs daily, Lord, to function. And Lord, thank you for healing his body. I pray right now also for First Lady Green. Lift her up before you in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> thank you for her standing in the gap always. And Father, I thank you right now, Lord, blessing us with our helpmate. We're grateful for our helpmate because the word says a house can't stand if it's divided. And two cannot be together except the agree on the words. The word of God in the beginning was the word and the word was God. So we thank you for that. Thank you for our offspring, Lord. We're just so grateful for them. We pray that you watch over them, protect them, guide them, give them the right decisions to make. Only you can, Lord. I thank you for that. Thank you for my boys. Lord, lift them up before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Complete healing in their body. And Father, I just pray right now for decisions to be made with them, Lord, that they would only we would seek ye counsel from you. Only we need your help, Lord. Thank you for that. And Father, I just thank you right now, Lord, for those that are in need of prayer, Lord, those that are right now facing so many uncertainties, Lord. I pray right now that we just we just ask your wisdom. Lord, we know that you've already the Bible says that you've already answered prayer before you would ask. <laughs> Only God can do that. So we thank you right now for that. And Father, I just thank you right now once again for this opportunity and this day that was not promised, but you made it possible. So we're grateful for it. And we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
Amen, brothers. And um, we, again, are so excited and, and delighted to, to be before you once again. You know, <clears throat> just a, a couple of housekeeping uh, points. We're um, entering, uh, we're into our seventh year of a uh, presentation to the National Men's Prayer Call. So we're so excited. Um, each year has been, has gotten greater and greater. And, and now we're looking at uh, 2020 was probably our most prolific year as we were able to to segment some things and to, and to cement some things and to position ourselves so that, uh, that we have been able to reach a larger, uh, more powerful audience. Now we, we're worldwide, international in scope. Um, we've been featured in two major magazines, uh, the most recent uh, being um, this past week with uh, I've, I've, the name of the magazine escapes me, but um, we're not uh, sharing that to just to say that we're beating our chest and that we're somebody, but we just want you to know that faithfulness is something that, uh, that God honors. And as we move forward to 2021, I'm reminded of something um, I saw on social media that, that kind of disturbed me, uh, to be honest with you. It was a, uh, a saying that says, um, even the new year is uh, expressing how powerful 2020 was. And it says 2021. And as we, as we look forward to this next year, 2021, it says that 2020, this year that we're in, this year that we're ending, it won, it beat us, it destroyed us, it defeated us. It says 2021. And when you look at the at the uh, pandemic and you look at the epidemic all across uh, the nation, you look at the election that was so tenuous and is still going on, when you look at all the lives that we've lost and all the tragedies that we face, when you look at the at the economic uh, upheaval and you look at the, the loss of jobs and the loss of homes and the loss of income and revenue, when you look at all these factors that factor in, 2020, they say one, that this year, this daunting year, this destructive, debilitating year, has already won. It defeated us, but I beg to differ because I know someone who sits high and looks low. I know someone who has already planned out the end, and the end is what? That we win. So it's so fitting that this year's title is, uh, this month's title uh, or theme is Finish Strong. You know, as we go through the exigencies of life and we go through the, the circumstances and situations, we're all going to, we're going to face mountains and we're going to face peaks and valleys. We're going to face circumstances and situations that challenge us. And the challenge that God is, uh, has put before us is that he is pleased when we overcome. He is pleased when we run and win the race. And sometimes just finishing the course is winning the race. Uh, I'm reminded of that trailblazing theologian from Tarsus, uh, a man by the name of Paul. And Paul had uh, adopted as his, um, his responsibility, his mission, his raison d'etre, as it were, to, uh, to destroy this rogue element that was creeping in and like yeast infesting the entire uh, circumstance of life, that the Jewish uh, traditions were being challenged and were, could possibly be upended and, and destroyed, uprooted and, and debilitated. Because this, this, this madman named Jesus had came in and he had revolutionized an entire uh, community and country. And, and this, his, his, her, his heretical message was, was, was spreading across the world that it was going at breakneck speed. And Paul, 
who was a theologian, who was a scholar, who was a PhD, who was probably one of the most uh, learned and gifted scholars of his time, had taken upon himself the mission of eradicating the scourge from, from a society, of removing this pestilence, this, this mindset that was just engulfing and, and entrenching itself into the, into the mindset of the masses. Paul was going out and he, his stated responsibility, his job, he had papers that allowed him to go forth and to persecute and to eliminate and to kill those that were following the way. And so he's going through this process and I wanna to talk to you about three things today that are gonna be necessary for us to be able to finish strong. And that's to pray, to prepare and to proceed. You see, Paul constantly was in, in prayer because as a theologian, as a scholar, as a, as a rabbinical uh, uh, entrenched individual, he knew the law and he was able to teach the law and he was able to operate within the law from a, from a Jewish perspective. And he looked at, at, uh, at the situation and he prayed for opportunities to be able to eradicate this ignorance, this, this mindset that was uh, seeking to destroy the society as he knew it. And that was his job, that was his stated responsibility. Let me take you on, on a, a, a slight detour and we'll go back to the Old Testament. And we'll talk about the fact that when the Jews had, um, had abandoned what uh, their understanding of, of the Lord was, that they had uh, allowed the, the, the presence of God to escape from the, from the temple and they had been, uh, been Put into exile into into Babylon, and they were uh, the Jerusalem itself was in ruins. And then there were three men uh, in those two uh, books of Ezra and Nehemiah that uh, that petitioned King Cyrus and and King uh, Arthur Texas or whatever that crazy long name is. But he, they petitioned the kings to be able to go back and rebuild the temple, rebuild the walls, and 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 strengthen and re, uh, reapply the glory and the power of not only Jerusalem but the God that lived in Jerusalem, uh, Yeshua. So Ezra, Zerubbabel, and Nehemiah, each went in to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple, to rebuild the city, to rebuild the walls. But more importantly, they wanted to rebuild the, the, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual nature of the people, of the Jews that were living and still in, in that country and then brought others that were in exile with them back to Jerusalem. The funny thing is that each of them had a tremendous success, but an awesome failure because the people that were still there that, uh, that, had, that had remained, that didn't go into exile, now they were pushed away, they were rejected in the process of the rebuilding and they were not able to finish strong. And each one of those monumental failures was a, a, a precursor of the type of failure that we as humans, that we as, as Christians even, are facing as we look, uh, look to our Lord because our, our mental state, and that's part of the promise and the, and the purpose of the National Men's Prayer Call is to, is to bring that, that, that personal development to raise it to a level that we can operate as we have been called and designed by our creator. But then the physical aspect as well, that as Christians, we have to be able to forego some of the, the we have to be able to say no to some of the things that we have the ability to say yes to. Um, 
alcohol, drugs, sex, a lot of things that are that are that are that will pull us down and away from the glory that God has prepared for us. And finally, that spiritual aspect that our minds will come into a spiritual understanding, and that we would grow and flow and be all that God has prepared and desires for us to be. Now you say, Johnny. You are just kind of rambling all over the place. Where are you going with this? Well, I'm talking about finishing strong. And as, as Ezra, Zerubbabel, and Nehemiah went in to rebuild and to finish strong, they faced opposition. And we all face opposition as we go toward the task that we've been given, as we go toward the, the process that we have been involved in, in order to be able to finish the course. In 2 Timothy uh, chapter um, 4, verse 7, well, so let's, let's, uh, I'm going to read the entire uh, from verses 1 through 8. Indulge me, please. And Paul is talking to his charge, Timothy. He says, I charge, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead and his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Re reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, they shall heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered. I am now ready to be offered in the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. See, he said that he went through that whole process and he finished it. He kept the faith. But in the process of it, his mission and his course was going in one direction and God turned him to another direction. Instead of killing Christians, he's now bringing them to life. He's bringing the, the life altering and the transformative power of Jesus Christ into their life so that they can grow and flow and become all that they were designed and they desired to be by God. So now we find ourselves the same situation that Paul was in. Sometimes we're moving in a direction. Sometimes we're doing what we want to do and what we think is right. Sometimes we, we want to destroy the very thing that God is trying to build up. But in the process of that, it's important to know that we have a course, we have a race to run. And when we run that race and finish the race, then God is well pleased. He's pleased when we overcome. He ple he's pleased when we endure to the end. And when we finish that course, he'll look back and say, well done. So brothers, as we're going through this 2020 uh, and getting ready to go into 2021, it's important to know that 2020 didn't win, that God is still on the throne and he has a desire for us. He has a plan for us. He has a purpose for us. And part of that is that we understand that if we pray, that if we prepare and we proceed, that we'll be able to finish the course. See, it's important to finish the course, but more important than finishing is starting. You see, it's the start that stops most people. And in the process of going from point A to point B, the start is what must be accomplished more than anything. Part of the start is prayer. When we pray, when we go, we, we go before the Lord and say, okay, how do you want me to proceed? What do you want me to do? What are your plans? What are your directions? You know, I've got my own imaginations, my vain imaginations, but I know that you have already designed a course for me. And just like Paul, his, Paul, his, his uh, imaginations took him to the point where he was destroying and killing those that God had raised up. 
But then in an instant, he was knocked off the horse. He was blinded. And then he was taken to a period of preparation. You see, he was praying and believing that God had him on one course. But then those prayers were finally answered. And God had to blind him in order for him to be able to see the direction he wanted him to go in. So in that point, the preparation process for the next several days, he walked around and stumbled around blind. But in that blindness, he was able to, to see into all the preparation that he had, that he had, all the study, all the reading of the Torah, all of the, the, the understanding and the insight and the mentoring, mentorship that he received. He understood all of that and was able to encapsulate and transform it into the direction that God wanted him to go. How many of us right now are in a direction that's in our own vain imagination? How many of us are ready for God to bring us to another position, to leverage us, to lift us up to where he wants us to go? And I promise you this, as I woke up this morning, I woke up this morning and my whole focus was to talk about that whole Zerubbabel and, and Ezra and Nehemiah and try to wrap it up and to white weave it into a word that would elevate you and, and transform, transform you. But God woke me up and said, look, the prayer, the uh, preparation, and the proceeding is what it's all about. So as Paul proceeded to go on his new course, as he proceeded to do what God had called him to do and was now directing him to do, he was able to, in a very short period of time, to be able to turn the whole world upside down. Half of the New Testament is, is a result of what Paul wrote and said. Paul is going in his new course, Finally, at the end of his time, at the end of it all, said, I finished my course. How many of us can say that we finished our course? How many of us can really say that we've actually began our course? Or we like, like Saul of Tarsus, we're going about doing destruction to what God is trying to build up. That moment comes when we have to make that decision to allow ourselves to have the real vision. And this, 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 uh, this year, as we come to an end, and as we're, we're endeavoring to finish strong, I think that more importantly, all the speakers uh, coming up so far have shared just eloquently the value and the, and, the, and, the, and the procedures and the process of finishing strong. But more importantly, we have to realize that we have to start smart. We have to begin the thing. And we have to not despise the small beginnings, but then we'll look up and uh, we'll see that it's all for the, for the glory of God. You know, uh, several years ago, seven years ago, when we first started this program, there was only two or three people that would be on. And many times it was only uh, Benny and, um, and Dr. Green. And now we're at a point where we have thousands listening and, and tuning in from across the country. And our, go our goal is to do even more. Our goal is to, to reach, it, um, reach it to a level that we are able to, to, to bring men to a point of consciousness within, that, that through, through prayer and spiritually enhanced personal development, that we'll be able to bring them to a point where they could be all that they were designed to be, that they'll, they'll be what they need to be for their families, for their, for their children, for their communities, for their churches, for the schools, for the nation, for the world. So I'm not gonna belabor it much longer. It was just my, God dropped in my spirit. I wanted to share that with you. And uh, now we're going to have our own illustrious uh, pastor, Sir Derek Raphael, kind of wrap up um, what I may have missed. <laughs> now, you did a great job, Doc. You did a great job with the necessity to pray, prepare, and proceed. And I think that's the, the perfect space that we 
we operating in because we got to get everything together. It is our duty as men as we um, uh, prepare that way for our families, what, what we're going to do within our ministries, what we're going to do uh, and stay in connection with God to make sure that we're on the right course, which is an imperative thing. If I had anything uh, that it stuck uh, to me, it would be that prayer uh, aspect because it's it's just in the places that we can't go out and do it in our own mindset because God may have something new, has a different turn for us to go to. So we got to stay connected. Prayer is communication. And the most part, the most important part about communication, especially if our wives tell us, is the listening portion. You know, we have to listen and uh, we have to get before God and literally hear what he has for us to do. So that's a great reminder on that. And then just being us prepared and then proceeding. Um, there are people waiting on us to lead them out of hardships. Lead us out. Listen, I, um, just on a personal note, even uh, going through the ups and downs of life and taking hits and, you know, this roller coaster that we call life, um, I'm in a place now where I'm leading my nephew into financial, um, uh, some, some financial stability, you know, reinforcing to him why uh, as he's young, he can work two jobs and not just come home and get on the PlayStation and uh, do things like that and then work on his credit. And so, but I didn't have the, the knowledge. <laughs> if I hadn't done my own credit and got myself out of situations I've gotten in, I wouldn't be able to share it with him. And so that's the thing what we're talking about in this uh, uh, lifestyle evangelism that the ministry, the National Men's Prayer Call speaks about. It is us not just talking the talk, but walking the walk as well. And so I got to uh, proceed and go before uh, a lot of the other people that we're, we're leading. You know, so we got to do that work. It is imperative. And so, you know, I'm able to do that now because I proceeded before him and do it. Now I can show him the way. And so that's the importance of men like us on the, on the, on the line because God has put us in a headship position and we got to do that work. So it's, it's a great reminder again, J-Mac, uh, beautiful job again, that we pray, prepare, and proceed. And, and more so now than ever coming out of 2020, it, we, we gotta have some great leadership. People are really, really dependent upon us to show them the way. So we, uh, we get it and we get ready to do it. So we're getting ready to close this year out strong. I encourage all the brothers to come back as we wrap up on Thursday. We're wrapping up on Thursday, right? Dr. Franklin? Yes, Thursday with uh, Dr. Dr. Russell Pointer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good, good, good. That's one of my favorites. He wanted to close us out with a bang. So Dr. That's one of my favorites. And so uh, I just encourage everybody to come out. And brothers, you know, please invite somebody. We still, uh, I think we have a dynamic message that a lot of people are not taking advantage of because you know, quite honestly, I don't believe that the adversary really wants us to get our lives together. You know, what happens when a group of men actually start walking into the fulfillment of who they are? This world would change. And so, uh, you know, invite, invite people to come in, uh, stay uh, connected with us as we still go out and tackle almost certainly one of the toughest years that we have looking forward to. So be with us and we're ready to grow. So let me close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just thank you for the word today. We thank you for uh, J-Mac giving us and being um, 
uh, being able to be used to give us the word of pray, prepare, and proceed. Father, we certainly want to do that, and we ask you to equip us with the every tool that we need to keep that done. Father, we love you. We honor you, and now we live for you, Father. And we just continue to ask blessings not only upon this ministry, but our lives specifically in the brotherhood that comes in here. Father, we just need you more so now than ever. We love you. And this is what I, I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right, my brothers. Great job, Jay Mac. Yes, sir. That ram in the bush. Come on. And he actually looked good today, too. Look, he got his yeah, I got his makeup on, put a little makeup on this morning. And everything. <laughs> Rust his teeth. Yeah, makeup on one of those filters. You got to you know, help a brother out. Hey, I'm with them, brother. You're like you got that foundation on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all are too bad. All right, Thank guys. You, uh, Thanks for being, good, for being a brother to a brother. <laughs> there you go. Good morning. Uh, hey. Peace, bro.